This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Pixel People Podcast, where we go beyond the quest lines to discover the backstories and motivations of our favorite video game NPCs to better understand them and ourselves. I'm Amelia, also known as Firewriter, and each episode I'm chatting with a special guest about a character they find particularly interesting. Since we're taking a close look at how these characters impact the story, please be aware that spoilers are likely. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Amelia, also known as Firewriter, and my guest today is a streamer, podcaster, husband, and dad. And a massive Mass Effect fan. Taylor, welcome to Pixel People. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that. So, we know we're talking about Mass Effect. Yes. Who are we talking about? All right. So, technically, this character is kind of a spoiler because this was back when BioWare had their secret characters, but they're not so much a spoiler anymore because this game's, you know, 12 years old. Uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> okay. about. I've got a spoiler alert in the very beginning, so anybody who's <laughs> listening and is upset about spoilers, they're in, they're the wrong show. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about Legion, the Legion. Geth squad mate that joins you at the end of, near the end of Mass Effect Two. Yes. Who um, I sadly lo- promptly lost. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so I got I got I played through his. His quest. So I got I got a pretty good chunk there, but uh, he will not be okay, joining me in Mass Effect. Did you did you destroy the Geth or did you keep the Geth heritage? Spec three without Legion. There's always all these theories about stuff. And um, 2012 came around and everybody was expecting happy for Mass Effect three. And uh, Legion was specifically created to find Shepard after Shepard went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean specifically created his uh, mobile platform was created. And they put specific programs onto his onto that mobile pro- platform. I say his because he has a masculine personality and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really more of a they. It is. Uh, they always refer to him as it as a him. Uh huh. And they get Legion never gets upset about it. It's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. And there's even a point like with Legion always refers to him themselves as we yes like we are geth we are this we see this we are coming to a consensus blah 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 blah. until the end of mass effect 3 the end of his storyline in mass effect 3 interesting um i'll get into that shortly Yeah, the pronoun thing is really tricky with Legion. Um, because even even if I use they, I'm not using it as, you know, the singular they, which I would use with somebody who uses they them pronouns. Uh yeah. this is they literally meaning multiple. Yeah, because it the personality is made up of multiple programs. Mm-hmm. It's like over a thousand programs onto the uh uh mobile platform that they are using. Right. Because the Geth are software, they use the, the mobile platform's hardware to interact with the physical world around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, It's very, very, very kind of confusing, but it's really interesting. Yeah, in definitely. Sense. Definitely. It, I mean, I, I've never seen a character quite like that, so it was 
it was really interesting to explore and to run through Legion's quest line and learn more about uh you know what was motivating yeah them. and then <laughs> yeah and it's just also legion's voiced by the great dc douglas so i mean it's that helps <laughs> well we know that i'm i'm always interested in in good voice acting <laughs> <laughs> we may have talked about that quite a bit in the past <laughs> um, so so what is it about legion that um made them really stand out to you well of course because legion is so un it's hard to understand legion where legion is coming from because they're just what the way they experience stuff and the way they describe stuff is just mm -hmm. so unknowable like right. you can't identify with them but everything they want is so identifiable mm -hmm. like they just want the geth just want to be left alone so they can grow their community yeah and legion even says like the or shepherd asks legion does uh your does the geth future include um uh, organics and he's they say uh um if they include themselves they will be and it's just like you know it's you know if they want to be they can be just you know don't you know try to kill us <laughs> yeah which is a super reasonable thing to ask Right, <laughs> and it, it's and then, just funny because up until then you're um, you're kind of conditioned to think of the Geth as enemies. At least that's yeah. how it felt to me. Uh, so, well, and every yeah. Geth you encounter up to that point in the first two games mm -hmm. are hostile. Yeah, all of them in the first one are actively trying to wipe out organic life. Yeah, up up to that point, all the Geth in Mass Effect Two are trying to wipe out organic life. They're working right. for the Reapers. Right, who are trying to wipe out organic life <laughs> and then you meet legion who calls you by name and is wearing a piece yeah. of n7 armor and you're like yeah who the hell is this guy <laughs> i thought that exchange was so interesting too because um up to then you know it, it, it's kind of clear that you're dealing with a character who's essentially a computer program and then yeah. all of a sudden you're asking him well why are you wearing my armor and they can't explain it well, and there's other stuff that comes out in Mass Effect 3 that uh, mm -hmm. you find out that Legion kind of has, it's not necessarily hero worship, worship, but it puts value on stuff that it sees as um, being um, strong. Because yeah. the sniper rifle that you can get, Legion, the Widow sniper rifle, was a replica of the model the first Geth used to protect uh, itself against Quarians that were trying to kill it. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, like it, like in the Widow's a good rifle. It's just it. It was odd that it chose that specific rifle. And yeah. Shepard even mentioned makes mention of that. It's like that's a, that's the same model that you grabbed, Legion. He's like, it's an efficient model, or there they say it's an efficient model. Mm -hmm. That's all they say about it. Yeah. And then, you know, when you ask Legion about the N7 armor, it's like there was a hole. Why didn't you patch it sooner? No data available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's made, it's aware that it's made a decision that isn't necessarily logical or, or mm. doesn't really fit with, you know, what you think of as, with a computer program that's like calculating all these different variables all the time like even when you're working through that quest you know there's a lot of conversation about you know 
all the different all the different programs are trying to reach a consensus. Yeah. And you know, and it, it won't act because it can't reach consensus, so forces you to act. But right. when dealing with this, it's like clearly there's no there's no logic behind it. Right. And, and, even and the, it's aware of that. Oh. It's it's interesting. Well, and even the heretics that the you fought, which are actually those are the Geth you've been fighting with what they call the heretics, mm-hmm. which that that's a religious term. Heretic. Yeah, exactly. Even, yeah. Well, and even Legion's name is religious technically because right. it comes from the Bible. Right. But um um it's they call them heretics because they think that the Reapers can give them their future. Yeah. And it talks about Legion talks about like it's not necessarily that they're wrong, it's just they come out to a different uh mathematic they come out to a different answer to a mathematical equation. Yes. And it's like that he's the comparison we we see or they see it as two is less or uh, three is greater than two, we see it as four is greater than two or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was I thought that was so interesting too, because it's like trying to wrap your brain around the way that they're thinking. Cause it, he he's just, he's even he's saying straight up like they're not wrong. We just don't necessarily agree. agree isn't the right word. It's yeah. It's we just it's it's hard to explain. It is hard to explain. <laughs> it's we didn't come to the same answer to the equation that they did. Yeah, but it's yeah. not their answer is not wrong. It's just it's right. different. Yeah, it, it it was so funny, but clearly the paths there are completely different. Especially since I apparently chose differently than you did. Well, I've chosen rewrite before. I've chosen okay. destroy before. You probably uh, played they, through it multiple times. <laughs> oh, I played through it loads of times. <laughs> this is me with like Fallout Four, where it's like I've I've played it through so many different times that it's like well, you, you, done, you start to know the game inside and out. <laughs> yeah, I, I know most of the different choices in two, uh, three. Yeah. I don't because I usually have a set save that i send through from two to three so interesting what you're going to what you've told me you're going to have to deal with in three i haven't had to deal with so <laughs> well that's terrifying <laughs> i know um, i was so shocked at the i was like wait wait even when it was kind of funny because i i was yesterday i was so eager to finish it you know because i mm-hmm. really wanted to finish it before we had this conversation and i knew that i was really close to the end and and i was thinking to myself well, surely these characters are going to come back because nobody ever stays <laughs> dead. This is this is video game logic. This is comic book logic. Nobody ever stays dead. And when I found out that they actually they stay dead, dead <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> You'll get a decent replacement for Legion. I can give you that much. Well, that's good. I'm really sad to lose Jack, though. I, yeah, I Jack really... has a... Yeah. So does She's Thane. So Thane has Thane has a great scene. Thane, <sighs> like I cried. Like they hit you in Mass Effect 3, they literally hit you with back-to-back oh, missions that make you cry. Oh crap. I can't believe like, I lost Thane. Well, and I couldn't get I didn't get Thane's loyalty either. And I don't know what I did oh. wrong there, but I didn't get his oh, loyalty. Oh, did you lose the did you lose his son and I must have. Yeah, because you got to have his loyalty too. Yeah, didn't get, did not get Thane's loyalty, which was a shame because he was so cool up to that. And I was actually, I was so surprised. I didn't, you know, speaking of voice actors again, when I looked in to see, you know, who some of the different voices were, he's mm. by the same guy who does Kellogg in Fallout Four, uh, Keith. Yeah. Um, 
I forget his last name. And I, I was like, oh my God, how did I not pick that up? Well, and then Courtney Taylor voices. Yeah, oh yeah. Jack oh, that, and yeah, and it's the exact same voice too, which is really funny when Jack's talking. I oh, hear yeah. that like so like, was, clearly. <laughs> I was dying hoping that there was she would yell, I will destroy you and pull out four like, yell it! Do it! <laughs> <laughs> no, she's much nicer in Fallout 4. Even if even if you're trying to play her bad, she's much nicer. I just I just wanted to have that one line. Like it would have made my day. I'll destroy you. <laughs> yeah. Those many times I heard that. Yeah, I, I was when she like fell and hit her head, and I was and they're like, oh nope, she's dead. I was like, what, what, what huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean she? What, what? <laughs> no, she well, did. Well, this is only temporary. It's okay. She'll be back at the end. I oh. Oh, 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 no, no, she okay. dead, dead. Yeah, she dead, dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, shit. You can't come back. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that Miranda probably died too in my playthrough because um, she, uh, there was like a moment at the very end where it talked about, it said something like, we'll get everybody or like everybody who survived anyway. And then there's like a picture of her like laying on the floor with her eyes open. I'm like, yeah, oh, she shit. did. <laughs> she dead. Yeah, she dead, dead. That's okay. She was kind of a bitch, and I didn't like her. So, <laughs> uh, she she also has a really good scene. It's you. Uh, I, I killed everybody. What if I? What did I do? Oh, I need <laughs> to see what happened. Game. <laughs> well, it's not really jacked up. It's just going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this will be. This will be. I'll you got to play through the deal. Posted. In order to have uh, <laughs> to get the good ending, you're going to have to play through the DLC. I was planning on it. I was planning on it. Okay, well, so let's let's circle back around to Legion here. I'm like, I know, I, I could just like go off on 500 tangents, and I do. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Me too, it's fast I can talk about it all day. There you go. <laughs> so I'm curious, uh, when kind of thinking about this character, uh, especially because it is, uh, Legion is such a... Mm, like almost a foreign character, like beyond right. anything that we can really understand. Cause we obviously don't work that way. Um, do you feel like you have any similarities with them? Um, in some ways, because mm -hmm. I can kind of, I, because Legion's so different, but also it's the way Legion does stuff is also so familiar mm -hmm. because they're doing stuff to try to find an understanding. Mm -hmm. which yeah. i mean all of us are trying to find an understanding in our life that, absolutely that's what our life is is we're trying to find an. but he doesn't understand or they don't understand that they're doing it because that's what life is is finding an understanding yeah that they they think that we have all the answers when we don't and that's kind of a big part of shepherd and um legion's relationship is shepherd kind of getting legion to understand that is that we're all trying to find an understanding. And I like how Legion kind of goes through that whole um, process. It's very similar to how I've kind of gone through it. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Because there's some funny stuff uh, that you can find about Legion, like um, how Legion spends a lot of time playing video games, actually. And uh, they've actually gotten banned from the big MMO game for taunting people because they're so good That's at hilarious. it. That's <laughs> hilarious. I don't do that, but the whole thing video games <laughs> to try to understand, get a better understanding of life. I can kind of understand that. Oh uh, my god, how do you play against <laughs> against something that is essentially a collection of AI? They'd wipe the floor with you. Well, and that's the thing. That's what it was getting uh, uh, set up, or it was getting um, um, 
fan request for is like, there's no way this person can be this good. And they were like, <laughs> it can't be an AI playing this game. So they would kept pulling it. Like, no, you can't ban this person. And then they eventually gave them like a, a 30 day ban for like taunting and teabagging somebody. And it's hilarious. But you find that out. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm going <laughs> to miss that. <laughs> Uh, you can I can't wait to replay through this and try to keep him alive. <laughs> well, you f- well, you find all that on um, in the Lair of the Shadow Broker DLC because you can find oh, like little bits okay. of information about your teammates. Oh, and that's, that's the one that I couldn't Legion access stuff. because of yeah. the weird. Darn it. Okay. And like you can find Miranda's dating profile and you find out that she <laughs> actually found out that she can't have kids. Because the whole reason she had a dating profile was because she was trying, she wanted to eventually have kids, and then she finds out she can't have one, so she cancels it. Oh, okay. Well, that's a really common trope. The whole right. you see that in so much, so much media. The it does, it is. Yeah, it's it's almost overdone. <laughs> but yeah, but it also has, but that deals with her being genetically engineered, right? Yeah. So that kind of ties into that stuff. And she does have that kind of need to be a motherly figure Mm. that you kind of see with her sister. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, you know, she, she was, she was interesting. I was able to gain her loyalty and then I promptly lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did the stuff with Jack a little too soon. I, I guess I'm, I, I was like, I didn't know yeah. that there was I, I there were a couple points where I did have to like go back and redo things because I wasn't aware that um like doing this quest will set off all of these other actions in motion and it's like mm-hmm. oh well, okay I wasn't quite ready to do that yet. <laughs> so I mean like after I got grunt it sets off the um the first kind oh, of elusive man quest and I oh, was getting my ass kicked. Cause I, cause I hadn't done a whole bunch of other stuff yet. So I had to. Right. Well, that's kind of tied to how many uh, of the dossiers you've done. If you've done yeah, all the dossiers okay. or the main dossiers where you actually do a mission, it triggers those. Yeah. Cause I, I had to go back and like do all these other little side things and then <laughs> go after uh, grunt again. And, and, and that time it was much easier. Um, the, gr- the grunt mission's hard anyways. It was hard. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say it was much easier, but it was it was easier than before because, yeah, I just I got to a certain point and was like, this is not working. And then somebody <laughs> let me know that like, oh, yeah, you probably want to. And I was like, oh, all right, then I guess we're going to go back and <laughs> double back and uh, <laughs> figure this stuff out. So, yeah. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 is really crazy with all the uh, different ways things can play out. Yeah, that I and I love that. I I love games that are like that. With you know, and that's what you were saying yesterday when I was asking you, like, okay, well, do I roll this over since I clearly made such a mess of it, or do I (laughs) start fresh? And you were like, well, actions have consequences, and I was like, you're right, actions do have consequences, and and that's usually how I play my games. You don't see me doing much safe scumming, you know, because I do try to make myself live with the actions that I choose or, or that accidentally happen. Um, Because to me, that's, that's a more interesting way to play the game. And I don't know. I I just, I really like, I I love games that have consequences and games that have really like moral gray zones. And um, one of the things that really fascinated me when I was playing, and I'm hoping that somebody, 
somebody will want to talk about this. Um, I found Morden an absolutely fascinating character. Oh, Morden, moral, I love Morden. Yeah, He's from great. a moral gray zone perspective. Um, his mission was just fascinating and just like everything that kind of gets into um there's a lot of there's a lot of analogies for like eugenics. Mm-hmm. And I just I found that absolutely fascinating because it was like I could understand the logic behind what he did, but right. I still disagreed with it. But at the same time, it was like, but what else can you do? You are going to love Mass Effect 3. <laughs> You're going to love it. More, Morden's story arc in Mass Effect 3 is beautiful. Yeah, he, he I, was I, a really, I adore really interesting character. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he stayed with me and did not die. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about consequences, though, um, Legion, you, you saw the um, option where you could sell Legion to Cerberus. I did see that. Yeah. You know what happens if you sell them? Not a clue. Okay, so on the second to last mission, you storm Cerberus. You know the where you see um, the elusive man, that little base he has where he's overlooking the sun? The sun? Yeah. yeah. The second to last mission in the game, you go there. And Legion this is a, has this is a three. Yeah. Okay. Legion is there and has been hacked by Cerberus and turned into a Cerberus infiltrator and attacks you. Oh shit. And if you, um, Jack survived in two and her mission at three, if you don't do it soon enough, she gets kidnapped by Cerberus and indoctrinated to work for them. So mm. you can fight and kill Jack and Legion in the same mission. Oh, that's rough. Three. That's raw. And it takes a toll on Shepard. <laughs> I was going to say, now that's the kind of stuff that will make me sit there and cry over it. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm a well, little ridiculous on... sometimes when it comes to getting it. It's like, when you make me kill a character that I've really, I mean, and I know I come back to Fallout 4 all the time, but it's like, this is yeah. something where, you know, like, if you if you finish with the Brotherhood and you have to go back and kill the railroad, dude. <laughs> well, and then all the other emotional stuff going on there. Shepard's dealing with, um, they talk a lot about Edie's creation. Yeah. And they talk a lot about Shepard being rebuilt and Shepard didn't know how far that they were dead, dead when they brought them back, mm. brought them back. They were dead. And yeah. the only thing that kept them going was that their helmet kept their brain intact. So it was easier for them to get everything rolling properly better. And they put a lot of money into Shepard to bring them back. Right. So, uh, yeah, the emotional toll of those. Um, there's some other side story stuff from the books that uh, mm. they talk about in there. Uh, this guy named Paul Grayson, they talk a little bit about him. And they okay. talk about uh, one of the antagonists in three that can potentially kill uh, Thane and Miranda in three. Okay. He, you have your fight, and he screws you over at one like He can leave you almost he basically almost ruins the war against the reapers against you and wow. you have your final showdown with him in there so there's a lot of emotional impact that can happen in that mission once i finish this i may have to go through and look at the books because <laughs> man I, yeah i'm i'm i feel very invested in it right now the the first three books are really good the fourth one is um it wasn't written by jude carpishan it was written by a guy who didn't read the other books because he <laughs> ages a character like two oh. years and he ages a character like two years and six months and is like that doesn't make Here. any sense what are you doing <laughs> why would you why would you grab somebody to write it that does, hasn't read the other I, that's messing with my head like as a writer i'm going i made some questionable how would decisions. you yeah that's a very questionable and decision. a couple of 
Yeah. But the other three <laughs> books are fantastic. I highly okay. recommend those. Well, thank you for the heads up on that. They deal a lot with Admiral Anderson and some of the stuff okay. he gets into. Interesting. Okay. So when we were kind of, uh, you know, picking character and stuff, mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, possible themes and the theme mm-hmm. you identified. And I'm so curious where you're going to go with this. Cause I've, I've got okay. kind of a little bit of an idea based on like playing through the quest. Okay. And, but I want to see if, if what you're thinking matches what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or if we went in different directions. Um, so you mentioned allyship okay. and I'm very curious. How okay. does, how does Legion embody that? Okay. Well, personally, I'm a straight white cis dude who grew up kind of in a Christian household. Okay. I have never had to deal with the struggles and stuff that someone who is black or trans or gay or Muslim has gone through in their mm-hmm. entire life. Right. Especially in America. Mm-hmm. Because it it's just I, I can't see that. Mm-hmm. I don't I it's something that I can't identify as. But it's something that I can sympathize for because they just want the same thing everybody wants. They want to be right. liked. They want to be accepted. They want to be able to do, they want to be able to live their life. Okay. Which, yeah. as Shepard, you, or as a human, you can't possibly understand what Legion has got, what Legion, the Geth go through. Right. They, they see everything in a totally different way. They're outlawed. People shoot them at so- in sight. There's a part in Mass Effect 3 where when Legion first comes on the Normandy in 3, mm-hmm. where one of the Quarian admirals straight up says, well, this is an interesting Geth model. This would be interesting to take apart in my lab. Mm, yeah. And you have the option to tell the person to get the hell off your ship. Well, you even see that in 2 where... <laughs> uh immediately after you get him um tally mm-hmm. and him got into a fight and luckily yeah. i had enough uh i guess paragon by that point that i could yeah diffuse it without alienating them because i was like oh shit well, <laughs> after what happened with jack and miranda i was like oh no. right well and that's the thing about well that's the thing about tally that kind of fits into this too is she's so vehemently anti-legion but mm-hmm. over the course of two and even three she realizes that what her people have done, like her viewpoint on everything has been so close minded that the guests just want to live their lives. They just want to be left alone to live. And then they even welcome the Koreans onto back onto Rannoch. If you create peace between them and they do all this stuff just to make things better for the Korean, because you know about the Koreans having, um, their immune systems ruined because right. of living in space. Yes. The Geth start, um, will upload themselves into the cybernetics into the Quarians and simulate viruses to try to speed up the building up their immune systems. Oh, that's fascinating. And Tally says, I can't believe this, but in my lifetime, we're going to be able to walk around without our helmets on our home planet because of the Geth. Because you created peace. Because of Legion. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I think that's... I mean, that really ties into what you're talking about there. Because I think, you know, one of the main challenges I think that people have when encountering somebody, you know, who's different from them in some 
you know, significant or sometimes insignificant way Mm -hmm. is just never having actually spoken to them before. So to create that, that, uh, that space for them to have that conversation and gain that understanding of each other is, is huge. Right. And one thing that kind of came to mind to me very, uh, the more I thought about it was one thing that, and I don't know if this was intentional, but the Koreans are very, um, they look very Middle Eastern just in the way they're built. Interesting. And a lot, okay. a lot of their voice actors are Middle Eastern. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, because they do have like, uh, like Tally has that accent. Mm-hmm. And the lady that voices um, Shalaran, her mm. aunt, yeah, is uh, she plays the one lady on the Expanse, the uh, commissioner lady, or she's like the Earth lady, and she's Indian or. From somewhere in the Middle East, I can't remember. Okay, so kind of from that particular corner of the world, there. Yeah, and she's a pretty big actress, like okay. well known. And I'll have uh, to look her up. I'm not familiar with her. But um, she's but like they they kind of went with this whole kind of almost Middle Eastern style with them. Yeah, and something that kind of came to mind specifically with this was the Geth remind me a lot of Muslim people, not specifically okay. because of what how they see stuff but because of what happened with them mm. because of everything with 9-11 you know every, mm-hmm. especially in america yeah everyone was so anti-muslim after 9-11 when yeah 99 of muslim people didn't want have anything to do with that or want right. anything to do with that right and then you learn out learn later that legion and most of the geth weren't even connected to the heretics they opposed them right and they were actually kind of on your side. Yeah. One of th- so one of the things that I thought, because when I was going through uh, Legion's quest, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what we were going to talk about and, you know, looking for connections. And what, what struck me was, and I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how this went, but when you're talking about the heretics and you're trying to make that decision as to whether to rewrite them or destroy them, uh, Legion says something about how, you know, even though we're so different, if we, if we can, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but it's something to the effect of if we can understand them, we can, we all become stronger or something like that. And I think right. it's not a, it's not a perfect analogy because I don't, you know, <laughs> assimilation is not what we're looking for here. <laughs> we right. are not the board. Um, <laughs> but but that idea that when you support a, a group of people that has been made vulnerable or is disadvantaged in some way, everyone mm-hmm. does benefit, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's that's something that, people tend to miss and and it tends to be treated as if it's a uh, as if it's a pie where if one person gets gets their fair share somebody else loses out which is nonsense that's nonsense Um, i mean yeah and and i thought that that idea to me was kind of what jumped out there that if we if we support and empower people who are disenfranchised in some way we lift everybody, which was which seemed to be kind of what Legion was saying about the heretics. 
Kind of. I think that's kind of the gist of it. So here's some fun new news for you guys. The Robots Radio Rocket Club now has four shows that have either launched or are launching and two more slots left. We only have two more slots. So if you are interested in creating your own podcast or you have a newer podcast or a podcast that's not doing as well as you want it to and you would like to have some assistance with that and all the knowledge that I've built up in my brain, then check out robotsradio.net slash uh, rocket dash club for more information about that but check out also the podcast some awesome new shows like the pixel people and elder scrolls off the rails and the assassin's creed lore cast and the last draw an artist battle podcast these are our four members so far and only two slots left so go check that out if you're interested and go listen to the shows again that's robotsradio.net slash rocket dash club for more info Legion's story, whole story arc in Mass Effect 3 revolves around um, the Geth turning to the Reapers because the Quarians attacked and mm-hmm. with overwhelming force. And they actually destroyed... There was a superstructure that the true Geth made that was to house all their processes and stuff. It was basically supposed to be a safe place for them to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were actually abandoning Rannoch almost. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially for the core, if the core decided to come back, they could just go to Granok, but it's never, they don't delve into it enough. But, um, the get when the core, the, they're building it and the core show up and just see a get superstructure and destroy it. Well, when Geth and the programs are destroyed, their intelligence goes down because the more, the way their AI works, the more programs together, the smarter they are. If you lose programs, yeah. you're not as str- you're not as smart. Sure. So their intelligence is actually diminished by losing that superstructure, and mm. they turn to the Reapers out of fear. Okay. Um, and it's the whole radicalized, um, they become basically the whole. Uh, they become radicalized to try to protect themselves, or they think to protect themselves. Um. And Legion's whole goal is, like, he knows that turning the Reapers is bad, but he understands that they're doing it just to protect themselves. Yeah. And, but he wants to stop them. Mm. Um, so he allies with Shepard. When you actually find him, he's blo- he's uh, blocked into a uh, Geth Dreadnought that you were basically snuck onto to blow up. And he's blocked into a the drive core and... He sees you, or Shepard, or Legion sees you, and he's like, Shepard Commander, help us. We're, we're trapped, basically. Yeah. And you've never seen Legion trapped at all or in a position of um, a situation that dire other than when they got. They help you take other Geth places that are making the battle for Rannoch more uh, dangerous. And. Like there was a like I said there was a part where like right after Legion comes on the ship, the the Corian admirals are freaked out like what is this uh, Geth doing on our ship? But like whoa, yeah. calm down, he's with us. Yeah, and they've been helping us this entire time. And um, there was a part one of the admirals talks about uh, dissecting him and them in a lab somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think you can actually tell them to get off your ship, but you can be like, you don't want to continue down that lo- that. Uh, train of thought yeah because that's not gonna happen right <laughs> <laughs> like put um, my foot down not happening 
Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. I have a but, question. Uh, Do you have because uh, yeah. I'm I'm presuming that the the Paragon Renegade um kind of of mm, I don't know, karma system. I'm not sure what else to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. persists into three. Correct. Yes, it does. So, is there a renegade option that will do that? That will do what? Uh, let you tell this guy to go ahead and experiment. Yes, there is. Okay, well, kind of. It's kind of okay. It's a par- it's a paragon interrupt that I'm that I'm referencing specifically. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. But you can. <laughs> there we go. Now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, that's much better. Okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so, the thing specifically is a, a renegade option for that conversation. You say maybe something about experimenting on Legion. I like that train of thought because Legion's my friend. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay, gotcha. But there's a, I think, a conversation where Legion brings up the, um, it's just, you know, a program. Mm-hmm. And what they look like when there's a hundred programs close pro- proximity working together. And then he, they show what the Reapers did to the Geth programs. And it looks almost organic. Mm. And the Legion straight up says, this is beautiful, indicative of life to us. Mm. And you can agree with them. And the Quarians are kind of on the, on the fence about it. That's not what's important. Um, the final mission, you destroy the Reaper controlling the Geth. The Quarians are getting prepared to destroy the Geth. Legion's like, I can't let them destroy my people. Right. And Tally's there, and Tally's like, I can't let you them uh, him up or Legion upload that code. They'll destroy my people. Right. What do we do? Yeah. Um, you can let Legion upload the code without doing anything. You can kill Legion, unfortunately. Or you can basically tell the Quarians that they have to stop or you'll just let them die. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, the, you have your, you have your, um, your, um, oh, what is it called? The uh, convincing things. I can't think of what they're called. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's. But the, par- the Paragon specifically is where he gives, where Shepard gives a rousing speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you just believe for one second that you don't have to fight, this war will be over, and you can be friends, and you can come back to your home world. Yeah. And then Shepard says, "Keel us a lie," and then they stop, mm-hmm. and yeah, the upload stops, but Legion stops. I can't. Uh, there's not enough n- enough code. I have to go to my people. Like, what do you mean? Like, I have to go to my people. I I have to help them. So mm-hmm. Legion still dies. Oh man. He, like he gives his personality to the guests so that they can have a per- so they have personalities. But he's but Legion says, uh, "Ask Tally, does this un- or says something?" Um, Ask Tally, do you remember what the first question was that sparked all this? And um, something about does this unit have a soul? And Legion mm. says, uses finally uses the term "I" Ooh. when referring to itself. Oh wow. So if Legion finally got became a singular person, which is what the Geth had been striving for this entire time, they gained personal uh, identity. Which that's something like I know everybody kind of has personal identity, 
but mm-hmm. what that one thing that they're striving for, like if you didn't have a personal identity, like that would be something, but everything else did, that would be mm-hmm. something you would want. And that was kind of what, that was kind of what started the whole thing. Cause the Geth asked its owner basically, or its creator does, does this unit have a soul? Yeah. Because it heard the term and it was just genuinely curious. Like, am I the same as you do? I have a soul. Yeah. Or do do we have souls? And it's like, no, you're a machine, blah, 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 blah. And it kind of started everything, unfortunately, but. That comes back to that really interesting question then of, you know, mm -hmm. what makes something alive? What makes something human is the wrong word, but kind of the right word. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a whole bunch of different aliens, but like, you know, there's never a question as to whether Tally is like you, and there's never a question as to whether Garrus is like you or or Morden right. or, or or any of them, you know, just uh just Legion because you've got that uh that AI aspect. So there's there's again that question of how much sentience makes well, a person. I guess person is a better word than human. What makes a person? Right. And then, you know, especially with the Geth, since they're bunches of programs making up a that fit into a um, mobile platform. And there was a specific yep. it had a special program to give it a personality. Right. Which and a person. Yeah, I, that would be the right term. It finally became a person. Yeah. Legion finally became a person, which was and then even Edie talks about it, how it made her sad because but happy at the same time because Legion's personality had finally self-actualized. Mm. So I don't really 100% know what that means, but it still made me sad to hear it. <laughs> That's interesting. So it's it sounds like almost almost a touch of jealousy then on Edie's part. No, she has her personality is self-actualized. Okay, she's so a she true is AI from, Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, her per- she is an AI from beginning to end. Her story arc funnily enough, starts in Mass Effect 1. Okay. Um, There's a side quest where you go to the moon and there's a a virtual intelligence there that was like a training base uh, program became Mm self-aware. Cerberus actually caused it to turn self-aware and Shepard goes there and disables it. Cerberus got his hand on the code, brought it to a base, messed around with it, put some Reaper code into it, and that became Edie. And Edie was actually very um, from the from the get go. Edie had a full personality and was very convincing to people and was very good at talking people into doing what it wanted people to do. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny as like all during two, I kept I I was super suspicious of Edie. I was like, this thing's going to turn on us. And it never did. (laughs) Uh, But I. (laughs) So what do you think about the Joker scene? Oh, where you have to run him through the. Thing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> I enjoy the sight of humans on their knees. Yeah, I know that. Was, I was like, <laughs> when she said that, I was like, oh shit. And he just like looked at her blankly, like, what? <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> so great. That was good. It was so funny though because I kept dying on it because I didn't realize I needed to like pause and wait for those others to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Once I figured that out, I was like, "Why am I dying?" Yeah, you gotta be sneaky. God, poor Joker. (laughs) (laughs) 
him and his brittle bones. Oh, poor guy. Seth Limping Green was great. Oh, I role. know. And I, when somebody told me that was who it was, I felt so stupid because I was like, oh my God, how did I not hear that? Yeah. And then like, as soon as I knew that, I was like, now I hear it. Perfectly. It even kind of looks like him wearing a hat. It does. Like, yes, totally does. Once you realize it, it looks like him. It's like, oh, that's Seth Green. That's definitely him. Right. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Admiral uh, Anderson. Anderson. Thank you. Looks just like his actor, too. Oh, his Keith name, David? I can't think of right off the top of my Keith head. Keith David? Yes, thank you. I love Keith David. Just like He's him. one of my favorite voice actors. <laughs> uh, and it's funny, the mobile platform that Edie gets kind of looks like, uh, is it Trisha Helfer, the name of the lady that voices Edie? No The lady idea. from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Uh, it kind of looks like her, but like, you know, silvery and with yeah. the little visor thing. It kind of looks like her. It's I funny. always think that's such a nice little touch when they do that. And, and like the, the character is recognizable as, as the actor. <laughs> well, Miranda's was straight up made up after her person. Like they put her in the thing and did all the scanning and all that for that. Oh, interesting. That's so funny. Shepard doesn't Shepherd doesn't look anything like his voice actor. <laughs> well, my Shepard's a gal, so <laughs> well, specifically Mel Shepard. <laughs> the 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 def- default Mel Shepard's a act as a model as a model. Oh, Mark okay. Vanderloo. If you Google uh, Mark Vanderloo Shepard, there's a picture. It looks just like uh, the default Shepard. It's kind of cre- it's very. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The uh, uncanny valley. Unca- it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. That's trippy. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> All right. So if anybody wants to reach out to you and talk more about Legion or just Mass Effect in general, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me specifically on Twitter at N7 underscore Lionheart. Um, you can also find my podcast, uh, yes. the Element Zero podcast, at Ezopod on Twitter. Definitely, and definitely go check that out for all kinds of Mass Effect good stuff. Yes, I put, I try <laughs> to post as much Mass Effect goodness as possible. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for bringing Legion, who I think I probably would not have paid nearly as much attention to, and I'm really glad that uh, I had him on my mind when I was playing through, so I could. I think really appreciate him much more than I would have otherwise. Yeah, you're gonna have to go back and bring him back to life so you can <laughs> bring all the people back to life so you can see them in three. Remember, Try if to you ever need all my mistakes. <laughs> if you ever need tips, I'm here. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, because I was like, part of it was I really wanted to play it like as as fresh as I could without <laughs> you know too much assistance. But uh, yeah, and I mean. I think the moral of Mass Effect 3 is spend that time and do that mining because, oh, yeah. man, I, yeah, I didn't know, realize that I was supposed <laughs> to be doing that like the whole time until somewhere in the third act. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what, oh, geez. I thought it was oh, just supposed God, to be picking it all dead. up. Somebody yeah. else is dead. I know. <laughs> like, what did I do wrong? Well, you didn't build up your ship. Oh. Yes, gotcha. if there was an option to ask what they can, or if they have an upgrade that they have in mind, yeah, find out what it is and get it. Yeah, uh, I well, have uh, I have learned that the hard way. There are three <laughs> specific ones, but in general, it's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> so that that is my tip to everybody: build up the ship, mine that, <laughs> mine that, uh, mine those minerals, and build that ship because 
do not, also do not don't make f- my mistakes. <laughs> also, don't forget to feed your fish. And feed your fish. <laughs> yes, I, I killed a lot of fish. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, good news is I finally you can gave buy up a... on the fish. I was like, well, this clearly isn't going to work. <laughs> I am the not good meant news to have is fish. you can buy something that takes care of them for you. No, I missed that. I didn't see and that. In three, there, there is. Oh, in three. Okay. No wonder I didn't yeah. see it. Okay. Well, we'll but try it's, it again. Uh, it's, it's pretty expensive. <laughs> I figured it's it's kind of fair. That's that's me in real life with plants. No matter what I do, the poor things die. <laughs> I can keep fish alive, but cannot keep plants alive. You you oh, would think goody. that the fish would be more complex than the plants, but well, you just gotta you know. push the button and. <laughs> I didn't even know about it until I was like, oh, oh, okay, well, whatever. We're dead. <laughs> dead fish. <laughs> Clean out the fish again. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you again. And I really appreciate you coming on here and chatting about Mass Effect with me and basically motivating me to play the game because <laughs> it's like once you were once, you know, once I had some Mass Effect on my list, I was like, okay, I got to play this game and I got to find out, you know, what's because I had I, I have I've got other people who want to talk about Mass Effect characters, too. So I'm super excited about yeah. that. And I'm so happy that I discovered this game because it's so full of amazing characters and. I, I deeply regret that I made it this far in life without giving it a shot. <laughs> without giving it a fair shot, I should say. I did it before. Right. Uh, I did not give it a, a fair shot. So thank you again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Pixel People podcast. Check out the show notes for links to the game and characters discussed and to connect with me and my guest. Want to be a guest on the show? There's a link in the show notes for a short form you can fill out and I'll reach out to you. Our theme music was by Elias Ali and Andy Brooks. You can follow the show on Twitter at PixelPeoplePod and keep up with FireRider on Twitter, Twitch, and Discord. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time!